In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. This finishing strong really is a chip on my shoulder because I've seen so many close people I know are no longer uh, where they used to be or where they should be. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena, we salute you. I'm Jim Raymond. I'm here with my brother from another mother, Dale Culver. How you doing, my man? I'm wonderful, son. Mother Dale. <laughs> Darth Dale. <laughs> No, Darth, that'd be Darkdale. Darth, Darth yeah. v- Dale Vader. Oh, your father's good. Okay, just uh, I need to confess, need to confess some sins to you, so we'll <laughs> okay, do that later. Uh, I'm excited. I have no idea what you're going to do here uh-huh. with our man law. I got uh, last, last week, you did a King James version of a man law, a thou shalt not or something. Yeah. But uh, this week, uh, what do you, do you got for me? Do you want me to take me? the thou's out? Well, do whatever you want, man. All right, I mean, apparently, shalt. we've got some like old English-speaking people here listening. So yes, they are. That's the way to go to your target audience. Perfect. Thou shalt not move thy girlfriend in. <laughs> I love it. What? You know what? I made a decision, actually. Um, I'm, do- I'm marrying a couple this in the next month, and they live together. And I- I'm pretty much, except for special, exceptional occasions, I'm pretty much done marrying couples that live together. Uh, and here's why cohabitating couples you may not know you probably know this they they divorce at a higher rate than couples that don't cohabitate and i think one of the reasons a couple of reasons why first of all you're it's a test right we're going to live together to see if it works out so you instantly put the relationship to the test that's convenient it's convenient so you're saying hey i'm gonna do this because i'm e- it's easy marriage is not easy and and marriage is about how many tests that you fail <laughs> and bounce back from and so these young couples and here's the other thing uh, especially from my worldview as a Christian man. I'm not a Christian, actually. I'm a follower of Jesus guy. What, what frustrates me is these Christian, quote, Christian guys that openly have sex with their girlfriends, bring them into the, the house to live with them, and then parade them around so everybody knows this is going on, and then they bring them to church. And as a man, I'm supposed to honor my wife. And so these young men get in this routine and habit of dishonoring this woman. Dude, if you can't handle it, if you're, you know, marry her. You know, don't 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 dishonor her by bringing her in. It's a win for you, guy, but it's a loot loss for her. So, suck it up, Buttercup. I'm sorry, Dale. You got me fired up. That that whole topic fires me up because we've watered down so many things in this world, mm-hmm. and we went the easy route instead of the difficult route. I would have said the hard route, but anyway. So, all right, 
Let's finish. What do you strong think here. about that? All right. Well, strong. you just got me fired up, man. That, <laughs> that, that whole topic fires me. Hey, let's get in the meat of this podcast. Uh, we're going to finish our uh, five uh, message or five podcast series. We're going to do one more review next week. But I want to talk to you about finishing strong. And in, in our Man Card series uh, books, oh, this is our fifth book of five, and it's called The Trails End. This is where uh, we are. We are. We have moved down this road of life, and uh, we want our men to finish strong. And and I've Dale, I've I've been concerned at how many guys finish wrong. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking right now at a white box. It's about four feet high, and uh, it's has an ev- evidence tape wrapped around it, and in cursive, uh, in a lined area up on the top, it says "found next to the body." And this is the box that my stepfather's gun came in that he used to kill himself and he he was a good guy he was he worked hard he loved my mom he was a he was a, a great stepdad I had a lot of fun with him uh, I don't know what happened it's gonna be a mystery forever but I, I I ponder how some men finish strong and then some men who are good men finish wrong and so so this last, a five, this finishing strong really is a chip on my shoulder because I've seen so many close people I know are no longer uh, where they used to be, where they used to be or where they should be. And I pondered this fact. And uh, why do you think, from your experiences, Dale, why do you think guys finished wrong? Well, with that man uh, law that I just stated, when you finish wrong or start wrong, you're going to, there's a good chance of finishing wrong. And so begin with the end in mind. There's mm. a there's a whole bunch of these things. Um, so each day you got to get up and move in a in a way that you know that the end is going to be good that when you finish. Well, I like what you said. Starting wrong. If you start wrong, you're on the wrong road, or you're you get on the road and you're starting to veer. You know your tires are out of alignment. Your life is out of alignment, and you're starting to veer uh, instantly. You're going to keep going off course unless you redirect yourself. Yeah. And so this is a this is an issue I think and I think what happens I know for me I'm 51 years old. Uh, people are now asking me the questions. I, I I have very few people you know rebuking me. Very few people I've had to invite people into my life to correct me because at my age and experience people tend to not do that. Uh, but the fear there is uh, is in that the 50s we see men veer because we we throttle down, we put it in neutral, we coast down the hill. And we tend to veer because the propensity of life is veering us off course. Yeah. And so if if you were to talk to any of these young men out here, these men in the arena, these guys in their 20s to early 40s, what would you, like yourself, what would you say they need to do to get to finish strong? Well, nothing good comes easy. Yes. You have to work at it. And what I'm seeing, I work with college kids, and we got a bunch of great college young adults and um but there's a propensity to want to do the easy thing. And too many people nowadays are looking for the easy way to do stuff. And when that easy thing doesn't come, then you get upset. And yeah. You, yeah. there's like this, I'm, I'm going to quit in school. Really, I think compared to what school was like when you and I were going to high school, it was, it was a lot harder then. And now I, I believe it's easier. Hmm. You have computers that you can look everything up. We had to oh, grab books yeah. and read them to find out facts. We couldn't just Google it, highlight, paste, um, change stuff around. When you had to do a paper, 
you had to type it out. There was hard work. Well, involved. you know what else, bro? I mean, we keep bugging, uh, talking about the millennial generation as being this entitlement generation, but it's not their fault. It's the fault of their parents mm-hmm. who have get, allowed handed it. them the participation trophies. And, you know, I was talking to a man yesterday, and he had Friday guys, and I told him, I made my kids, you know, pay for their own car insurance and, 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 and uh, work a job to pay for their own gas. I don't give that to them because mm-hmm. they need to learn. And, and they look at me like, well, what about your kids in sports? I'm like, well, my kid was a three-sport athlete all four years. He was an all-state kicker. He just got awarded last night at a scholarship uh, a banquet uh, the, for the love of the game, for the most inspirational, most committed football player. And he was he's a head lifeguard, and he pays his own car insurance, and he works, and he's a leader in his Young Life Committee. And I'm the meanest parent in the world. He's told me that. <laughs> but he's thanking me for that now. Granted, the lifeguard job is a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, so he works, so. and then he goes to church on Sunday. And yeah. so here's, here's what I want to tell you guys. You know, if you want the secret to finishing strong. Now, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a communicator. Educators take a simple thing and make it complex. I'm a communicator. I take something very complex and make it simple. So I'm taking a, sim- a very complex topic of your life, and I'm going to simplify it here guys. And here is what I've come down to believe when it comes to finishing strong. If you want to finish your life strong, finish every day of your life strong. Your life with each day finishing strong compounded over time will make a strong life. So guys, when you come home from work, five o'clock, six o'clock, and you you want to defer leadership, you want to relax, but you have a wife to love and kids to raise, that's go time, guys. Get it done. And you you jump in the arena, jump into the fray, get on the floor, wrestle with your kids, get on the couch, give your wife a massage, love on your wife. That six to nine area is the most important aspect of life for you now. Yes, it's stressful. Yes, I know that. I've been through it. But you can do it. You can make it. So, guys, uh, though I want to read a quote. If you haven't done that, if you've been a little weak sauce, I want to read a quote from you that really helps me. Though you cannot go back and make a brand new start, my friend, anyone can start from now and make a brand new end. So get started today on your journey of manhood to finish your life strong. Hey, guys, you've been listening Equipping Men in 10. We want to help you become the best version of the man you've been created to be. Uh, Podcasts, go and write a positive review, man. We're so excited to have you in the arena with us today. Uh, Until next time, remember, males are born. Men are made. Guys, want you to head on over to menofthearena.org and order your copy of Jim's newest book, the Amazon bestseller, Strong Men, Dangerous Times. And also, we'd love for you to leave us a review for this podcast or your hero stories, how God's changed your life due to the ministry of Men in the Arena. You can email us at info at menofthearena.org. Until next time, fell the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. And be a man. You've been listening to the Men in the Arena podcast. If you hunger to be your best version, then join thousands of men from around the world in our Men in the Arena forum on Facebook. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of biblical manhood. Make sure to explore our website at meninthearena.org, sign up for the weekly equipping blast, and take advantage of our many free resources designed to help you become your best version of a man. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. Remember, when a man gets it, Everyone wins. 
What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.